Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Joy Marie and Courtney. Welcome back to another episode of Job Logs. Yes, your favorite group chat girlfriends hitting your earbuds on the 1st and the 15th. This week... We're talking about the question that we love to hate. Can I pick your brain? Can I pick your brain? Listen, it has been the subject of recent internet debates and scruffles, so Mm -hmm. we're going to opine and throw our thoughts into the mix. Definitely stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. But first... First, we're clocking in, a little check-in, check-in about what's happening in our lives. How we're doing personally and professionally, what's going on in the world. We had a really fun opportunity to meet a lot of you listeners. Yeah, it's always fun. Here in New York. We were asked to be the fireside um, sort of kickoff conversation as part of MAFA New York's event. It was all about taking your career, your life, your health, your growth to the next level. Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit about how we trying to level up and health, wealth, and growth. Mm-hmm. And we just got, you know, we shared a little bit, heard a little bit back. Yeah, it was kind of like the podcast live. Yeah. Those it was were really fun. So thank you so much to Moffa New York for having us. For and sure. thank you to all y'all who came out. How are you? I'm well. The fall, it's here. Everyone's back Finally. from vacation. Driving my inbox mad. Listen, it's like everybody came back in September and was like, I'm ready to work now. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So we're launching like three different projects in a week at work. I'm dead, but Mm. praise God (laughs) I'm taking time off next week. Good. Always take your days. Yes. Don't wait for a holiday. Hallelujah. If you need to take your day. Love it. I'm good. It's my birthday month. It is. Turning 30 towards the end of the month. I'm very excited about that. Um, and yeah, crazy busy at work too, but no complaints, you know, happy it's finally fall. Mm-hmm. There has been a lot going on in the world though. Yes, I woke up to uh, Trumpito's oh latest gosh. calling um, Puerto Rico lazy, mm. saying, <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like you have to laugh because it's to. utterly ridiculous. He said basically like they want people to do it for them. So like, the relief. Of the relief. <laughs> they want. Why can't you relieve oh, yourself? Okay. <laughs> right. Yourself. Right. It's insane. Okay. And like, you know, when like I follow um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. The um, author of Hamilton. Mastermind. And he is like the happiest person. Like if you yeah. follow him, he like wakes up with like quotes about like, go seize the day. Not and like today. he shares positivity. He said, Trump, you're going to hell. Listen. <laughs> Honestly, though, how can you be so cruel? I mean, people still don't have clean water in Flint, so. That's real. You want to start reading people about relieving themselves. Yes. What are we doing? Yeah. Okay. But you know what? We told you so. The devil is alive. Every t- everything that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, we told you all of this. So, we're just going to have to deal. Yes. Take care of one another. Much continued and love. And wait on that investigation. Puerto Rico, the Caribbean, mm-hmm. Houston, it's all those so places. many places. Yeah. 
so yeah. many places. So definitely continue to send your support, your love, your supplies. Mm -hmm. Do what you can when you can. Yes. Um, but in brighter spots, we had a couple recent Emmy wins that, that were very That was nice exciting. to see. I didn't watch the Emmys. I didn't this either. Year. <laughs> I never do. I used to like you know jump in like jump out. Okay. But I didn't and I didn't miss anything, so I think I'll no. continue not to. I mean, the but internet I, gives you all of the that's highlights. True. Like that's true. You get the speech. I can Google. Yeah. You know, Donald Glover's speech. Right. My life. So right. I, I was excited about all the black wins for the mm -hmm. culture and just kind of what it represents. Um, but yeah, the fact that people are still the first at something. Yes. Twenty seven. It's ridiculous. And I think too, um, Issa, right when she was on the carpet, and the person asked like, "Who are you reading for?" And she was like, "Everybody black." Yes. <laughs> and I was like, "That's why." Like people, so were, real. of course, they had their comments, but mm -hmm. it's like when you're still dealing with the first this and the first that, yeah. the first woman. It's like, yeah, Lord. When you've been oppressed, <laughs> yes, we like to celebrate when you know we see each other winning. Mm -hmm. So with the NFL. Everybody taking a knee. Colin Kaepernick took a knee, like, in 2016. Then Trump basically inferred that Colin Kaepernick specifically was a son of a bee. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, yeah, just, like, completely disrespected yeah. his entire life. I mean, there's so many things to talk about this. Your president Ooh. of your country. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's that was so appalling to me. Like, I, it is, and it's just so funny because you wait. I, again, was cackling because it's like, how do we get here that we are just, we just letting the B word fly? You, like, <laughs> can you imagine going to work and your boss calling the employees, like, sons of bees? Like, can you, it, it's just, like, so unprofessional, unpresidential. It's ridiculous. I'm a only shocked at just the sheer gall yeah like i'm not shocked that he does anything yeah like, i'm not shocked that he's capable of anything yeah that's true i'm just the fact that he actually does the it, nerve to do like, it. What? yeah but i think mm. where it becomes significant for everybody to really think about and take a position whether you have been keeping up or not is just like there's so many racial undertones um, you know, just the language and where he was in Alabama. He knew his constituents and his audience. He knew he was riling them up in a certain specific way. Yeah. And also just like now I feel like people are protesting Trump, which has kind of co-opted Kaepernick's original oh, intent. We need to address that the NFL is not protesting what Colin Kaepernick is protesting. Right, at this time. Because no. Colin, to be clear, was protesting violence and brutality against black people, specifically by the police, mm -hmm. and killings, murders. And now I feel like it's become this whole other thing about patriotism. And then it's like and, the and then you kind of see like when business interests mm -hmm. come into protests because then now it's like splitting all of the hairs. Like yeah. we're gonna like stay stand. in the locker room. Yes. We're gonna kneel mm -hmm. and we're gonna stand yes. behind them. Or we're gonna kneel and then stand. Yeah. It's like trying to just like please everyone yes. and ultimately Instead not saying of just anything. Taking a stance or complete you know, taking a stance either way. Either you're with it or you're not. Right. Like, what's this middle ground stuff? It is tired. I was talking <laughs> to my coworker the other day. It's just like, because I was stressed about something at work. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, oh, then he brought up something about North Korea that had Oh, happened. gosh. And I'm like, isn't it just lovely to have this constant background <laughs> of like greater 
greater calamity yes. also happening. Just hovering over us at any minute, guys. Oh, dear God. Any minute, listen. Oh, dear God. I want to pivot a little bit from the terrors of the world. Okay. Because um, I think it's a good segue to our conversation a little bit. This interesting business news that I heard that Ikea just bought TaskRabbit. Oh, really? And this time you go, hmm. I mean, oh, so that Ikea. makes sense. Like, if you think about Assembly. it longer, it makes sense. Yes. It took Ikea a second. Ikea selling us all the parts <laughs> of the furniture. <laughs> and so they bought a company that does like assembly home repair, parts, yeah. assembly, blah, blah, blah. I'm the president of Ikea, Jesper Broden. He said TaskRabbit is going to really remain operating as an independent company. It's not mm. like they're going to reskin everything about it. And now okay. you're like, Ikea rabbit. It's yeah. Not that. Okay. <laughs> but he said we'll be able to learn from TaskRabbit's digital expertise mm. while also providing Ikea customers additional ways to access flexible and affordable service solutions mm-hmm. to meet the needs of the consumer. Gotcha. So I think it's interesting to pivot to like what we're talking about and like unexpected collaboration. Yeah. Because like a lot of times, even when we're asking like pick up someone's brain or to work with someone, it's yeah. kind of someone who has the same skill set as you. But mm. kind of thinking about like what's the unexpected mm. partner that kind of makes all the sense in the mm. world? Like what's your weakness? Like Ikea, yeah. as someone who has tried to avoid going to the store at all costs, yeah. <laughs> doesn't have the best like online capabilities. Right. So they're looking at this little skinny app and it's like, okay, right. what can we learn from right. you? Right. Know, and a I super think that's kind of smart. It is. It is. Okay. Okay. So, you know, look at the big business moves and kind of like shrink them down yeah. to like your world. Apply it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I love it. All yeah. Right, let's get into it. guys now it's time for rants raves and reviews this is the segment of the show where we highlight products services tools things Mm -hmm. feelings that we are currently all about or not feeling so much in our professional lives Mm -hmm. courtney what are you doing this i'm raving raving i'm raving about a gift that you recently gave me So Joy and I were on this conference call and it's winding down to like the end of the scheduled time and Joy just blossoms out of the background (laughs) and says, I see we're coming up on time. (laughs) (laughs) And proceeds to summarize what has happened and ask if there are any next steps and we close out that thing. Yes, ma'am. Right on the dot. And it just blew my (laughs) mind. And apparently she's been doing this forever. I have been doing it. The people at work taught me. Listen. It's amazing Mm -hmm. of just like asking for what you want. And I feel like a lot of times at work, a lot of the issues that we encounter is just because we're passive. Mm. And we're just like, oh, why is it always like this? Why are these meetings always like this? And it's because everyone, no one wants to like take the vocal stance and like, okay, we're going to take control of the situation and close it out. Yes. (laughs) So salute to everyone who says, hey, 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 we're coming up on Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and literally, the other problem is when you got the back-to-back-to-back-to-back calls. Yeah. You got to end it. Like, we can't be chopping it up forever. Yeah. Get to the point. I was also, I was in another call at work yesterday, and one of my co like, the client was just going on and on yes. and on. <laughs> and she was like, of course, it's on mute. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I'm about to tell him something. And she just <laughs> <laughs> hits it off. Takes it off mute and just like to, and like cuts him off. Yeah. Makes the point. And it's like, you don't have to like have people waste your time. Listen, reclaim your time, okay? This new millennium, so. 
Awesome. Love that. All right. I'm also raving this week. I'm raving about the wonderful powers of a website called Google. (laughs) I feel like I've heard of this service. Have you heard of it? I think I have. Have you heard of it? Free 99, completely accessible. You can get it on your phone, on your desktop, whatever device you prefer. And on this website, it highlights amazing facts, like the fact that Puerto Rico is indeed part of the United States. (laughs) Apparently 54% of our countrymen did not know that. Oh my God. Other fun facts, like Hugh Hefner's contributions to journalism and how he's elevated and propelled black people during his lifetime, Mm -hmm. RIP. You know, cultural significance of bodegas, maybe why you shouldn't. Use that as part of your Silicon Valley uh, startup name. But in all seriousness, I want to rave Google because I think as we're talking about like picking people's brain, Mm -hmm. there's legwork you can do for free on the Internet before you reach out to people. And you really should as a rule of thumb. So I encourage y'all to just generally embrace it. Even, you know, even today, I think I was throwing up an Instagram post and I was like, let me just fact check the spelling yeah. of something real quick like yeah make it a habit to just be on there all the time just fact and i don't check know it. why people don't like Look. even you'll see people in digital spaces like on social media and like someone will mention something and they're like oh where'd you hear that mm. or like like <laughs> right. and it's like you could that's a question you it's could actually have. <laughs> quicker for you to just like it google it yourself. than to ask this other person do it yourself <laughs> Yes. Hello? Okay. Empower yourself. I I support that. So this conversation, it came up as it does from the group chat. Mm -hmm. Um, Joy, you sent me this Instagram post from young Miss Amanda Seals. Mm -hmm. You may know her from Insecure. Mm -hmm. I forget her character. Tiffany, I think is her name. Mm -hmm. Is it Tiffany? That's the one that she got some things going on. The blonde, yeah. There may be some... Secret marital issues, that one. (laughs) So she says in her post, Sharing knowledge is one thing, but this idea that it's okay to ask people to take time to sit down and allow you to cha-cha slide your way through their intellectual landscape for items of use to you, like through a bin of house shoes at the 99 cent store, without you being expected to give anything back has got to stop. Attend a panel or seminar. All right, Amanda, tell them why you met. I think she's upset. She is. (laughs) She was a little upset. (laughs) She was a little upset. (laughs) And of course, there was a debate in the comment section. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Joy, you propose like whether we disagreed or agree with that. Yeah. So what do you what's your stance on the pick your brain question? Yeah. Is it all of this? Yeah. So I mean, I don't follow Mama Amanda. I love her <laughs> acting career, but the tone to me was really off putting of that particular mm. post because it was very much like, Y'all gotta stop asking people to pick their brains, like it has to stop. And I know there was some nuance that arose in the comments, but my stance and my position on the matter is I do not have a problem mm-hmm. with asking people to pick my brain, with me asking others to pick their brains. I think what we need to do is reframe the question because for mm. whatever reason, that seems to trigger yeah. a landmine of emotions. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I'm in a gray area. Well, you know what? I can see how like someone in her position would feel this way because the more elevated you become mm-hmm. the more people see you so there's more people who aren't stopping to google that's true and going straight to Amanda <laughs> to see you. DM, hey girl right, can i right. pick your brain so if you're like 
if you feel like all you're getting is requests to give, mm-hmm. I can see how that can be a little agitating. Okay. But at the end of the day. Yeah. Why Why do we think it's such a issue? Because this thing went, I'm gonna, I guess, viral, whatever that means these days. But, mm-hmm. like, I saw you guys reposting it. I saw a ton of comments under her image and it kind of sparked a really uh, interesting dialogue around the internet so yeah I it made me think like why is it such an issue or why do people get so riled yeah. up about it I think one is there's an emotional um issue at play where it's like if people are just asking asking like I don't know nothing about none of y'all in my inbox and mm-hmm. you're all asking for something like you start to feel like used mm. like are you even like, you don't care. Like, why should I care about this yeah. request? And I don't know, like, you Who from you a can of beans. Right. So I think there's that. I think also if we're being honest, and this is something I've talked to y'all about in the group chat, when you have had to work a little bit harder mm. to get somewhere, yeah. you're a little bit more defensive. Yeah. And generally, you know, my peeps, I'm pointing at my skin, <laughs> we, we are defensive I don't mean to say this to offend anybody, but it's just, it's been my professional experience that like when I reach out to some of my beige mm-hmm. counterparts and ask a question or ask to pick their brain, they're less guarded about it. And I, I have a theory that it's because generally, like systematically, they've had they haven't had the same like oppression, roadblock, setbacks. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes when we get in elevated spaces professionally, whatever, personally, we are much more protected because we know how hard we had to work to get there. You know, my whole philosophy is, like, paying it forward actually does pay yeah. dividends back to you. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I encourage people to be yeah. open to sharing. And I think that's part of, like, the, one of the reasons Job Locks is created. Because there's some things, like, yeah, we talk about, oh, you know, you find the information for yourself. But there's some, like, nuances that you need to talk to someone mm-hmm. about. And so we shouldn't be trying to wall off that information further. Yeah. Because you talk about how hard it is to get somewhere. But yeah. then once you have access... You need to, as you said, pay it for it and share that access with others. But you have to balance that with, like, protecting your own energy and your yeah. own time. Like, yeah. you can't, like, there's just not, there ain't enough hours in the day. In the day, day. right. <laughs> so time is money. We've talked about that. So when is it then okay to pick somebody's brain? Okay. I am pleased with requests when I can tell they've already done the work. Okay. Like, I am not giving you 101. Like, you have dug into your issue, and you've tried something, and now you're coming to me with something that you think only I can give you. Google can't give it to you. Nobody else. Yes. That's a thing. I think being wise in, and you know, I do struggle with this. Because don't be, this is going to sound so counterintuitive, (laughs) don't be so overly cautious and like tread so lightly that you miss blessings and opportunities to connect with people. Because don't be afraid of the no. That's what I'll say. It's like I've reached out to a lot of people. A lot of people have not given me the time of day. But that's okay because I reached out knowing, like to your point, that I did my research. I presented my request like in a very like thoughtful way. Mm -hmm. So I think specificity is important too. You're working on like this large project and you just want me to help talk about like the state of everything in the industry. That's not, I don't know how to help you as much as if you email and you're like, 
hey, I'm thinking about, you know, or I've worked in XYZ. I'm now taking a look at my career and thinking about stepping into this field. I've started taking a class or exploring classes. Mm -hmm. I would love to connect with you to learn more about your experience. I know that you switched fields. See, and that shows that there is that they care about your work. Yes. That they value what you do. Yeah. Because they know, they actually know what you can contribute. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's another huge part of the formula is like make sure to big up people. People like to, people are going to give you their time so they can talk. Like mm -hmm. people love to talk and that's always a good way to like get them I in. I like that because even like flipping it to like me asking someone for their advice, I know that See your point, I think I do like sometimes feel intimidated by like someone who has been such a great success at mm -hmm. something. So you want to come with your A game. Mm. So I feel like it's not about like shutting the door on that opportunity by just being intimidated by them. Yeah. Coming like saying like this is the type of person I'm smart. I've done the work. I know what you do. Yes. I'm not going to waste your time. Yes. So we had posted on Instagram, you know, the question, can I pick your brain? And you guys were in the comments about your feelings about it. I hate telling people not to do something. I guess mm -hmm. that's my whole apprehension and why I'm being indecisive here is because there have been scenarios where I've reached out to somebody that really shouldn't have gave me the time of day. Maybe like a CEO of a really big company or something like that. An SVP who literally has like 20 minutes free in the week. Mm -hmm. But again, positioning it the right way, sometimes using your existing network to make and facilitate the introduction. If that gets you like a foot in the door, you'll be really surprised sometimes at who's willing to give you the time of day. Yeah. So when we're positioning these requests, we've already talked about doing the work, coming with, a specific ask. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part. Mm -hmm. And then I think when you're cultivating that ask, giving some thought into like, okay, how much time mm. is this going to require of the person? Yeah. Like, I think it's really narrowing your focus, not just saying like, I want to pick your brain. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate when someone <laughs> is like, gives me these really broad like requests and I'm like what you want yeah what do you want <laughs> like, what do you like, really just get to want <laughs> so yeah making it really narrow the mm -hmm. focus so it's an easy like when you ask the question they get what you want they yeah. know what it's going to take and that's much easier for me to say yes or no yeah and I would say present a few options so mm. you know lead with the one you want if it's an in-person meeting you know, usually what I'll do is I'll email, like I'll email old bosses and stuff who have now risen in their career and say, hey, you know, so-and-so would love to get on your calendar to chat. I, you know, I have a couple of things I'm working on, would love to get your thoughts. How's lunch by your office in the next two weeks? Mm -hmm. And if, if I can tell they push back to that because they're just booked, it's traveling, whatever, and they're like, you know what, I could do a call, then I'll come back and say, yeah. okay, great, let's do like a 30-minute call. But I would say the tier, the tier of, it's levels. It's like yes. in person, it's like if you're asking for a connection or for them to do some action on your behalf, that's kind of top tier. And then from there, you can do calls. You can even like sometimes get what you want via email yeah. if they're not, if they just can't make the time for you. Yeah. And to that point, you got to make it easy. Mm. Like people have enough work going on. And especially if they don't really even know you like that, if this like is a cold call request, make it super easy for them to say yes. Yes. Which means like <laughs> next two weeks, how's a 30 minute call? I'll set up the invite, mm -hmm. put the dial in on there, put the number on there. Just like make it very, very easy. Yeah. And I would treat it like a relationship. Mm -hmm. So be a uh, 
polite. I feel like this is like weird to yeah. say, but like I feel like it's common sense. But like, be respectful, grateful of time. Yeah. And if you're building a relationship with something, someone, you're not. You wouldn't just walk up to someone and be like, "Can you do this for me?" True. Like, so it's about like. Building a common ground, so like yeah. show that like oh I know that you went to this school I went to this school too yes like and that kind of makes Brings people have that friendlier you know that's true because I think a lot of the reason people are off put too is some I, some folks I guess just slide right on in the DMs yeah, and they're I like they do hey can we chat about this and that or hey when's this happening you know so to your point greet you know respect people yeah. Send a formal email. Show a level of professionalism, even if it's a casual Follow up. Like, if someone follow agrees up. to their time with you, follow up. Tell them thank you. Show them how you're using that information in actionable ways. Because you're ruining it for the next person. If you yeah. just, that person gives you 30 minutes and then never hear from you again. Yeah, exactly. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So that's actually an interesting segue into another area that I think is really important for when you're trying to get people to kind mm. of give their time, insight, whatever to you, is mutual value. Like, mm. how do you, and I think a lot of times we think, oh, I'm in this like lesser position than this person that's elevated for me. And so I don't have anything to offer them. Yeah. But I would actually argue that most people agree to talk to you and let you pick their brain when they see something in you that they're interested or willing to become invested in. Mm. Um, and I think value can take a number of different forms. Value can literally be, oh, is this person going to gas me up for 30 minutes? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, who doesn't like that? Like, is this person going to give me feedback on something I'm doing through that gassing, right? If, like, mm. if you ask to meet with us and you want to talk about how much you love the podcast – we're down because we get feedback, which is valuable. We yeah. don't always get to get feedback about what we're doing well, what doesn't work, like, you know, what is resonating. Value can also be just getting someone excited mm -hmm. about the potential of a new project. Um, I met with someone at my office who, like, reached out to me from social the other day. And he was just, like, a well-read guy, really smart, and just had opinions on, like, where currency is going in the next few years and things like mm -hmm. that. Like, stuff that's not even, has nothing to do with my life. Yeah. But it was just really, it was, like, an invigorating conversation. Yeah. And that was, like, really exciting. Hmm. So, I mean, that's someone that I would continue to be invested in because I know he's going places in his career. And so, in that way, it's, like, that's one to watch. Okay. That's somebody to, so like. So, what I'm hearing is that the issue with the issue is that people are treating it as a transactional mm. interaction rather than, like, a relationship-building interaction. Because, like, yeah. you should be viewing this as, like, 
okay, this is the first step in a continued relationship yeah. rather than like. I agree. Let's flip flip the table. Okay. On the other side. So apparently y'all got issues with receiving the question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Do you mind depends. when people reach out to you? It depends. I, what I don't like is the can we build questions. Mm. Like, I just feel like. It's a little presumptuous. Mm. And not to be uh, what, like, what is a can, can we build question? Just someone who's like, and maybe this is bad. Maybe it is. I don't know. But just like automatically pitching like work for me to do. Oh, like I, I have this idea. There's something we can collaborate on. Right. Oh, and I, I feel see. like that should be more of, I would couch that request of like, hey, you know, I want to share some of the stuff I'm working on. I want to hear what you're working on. And mm. if there's a synergy, mm-hmm. then you can make that ask. But just coming up to me like, girl, I I am in grad school. Yes. <laughs> like I am barely okay. holding it together. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. That I'm not into. But yeah. just like fellowship yeah. around a professional issue, I yeah. can get down with that. And another one that I don't like, which is also couched into like can we build type of thing, is like you're basically asking for free work. Mm. Okay. Like that one thing I don't do anymore is I used people used to ask me to edit things a lot. Oh, really? And like I, like written stuff. Like yeah, as a writer. Right. Oh, wow. And I don't do that anymore. Okay. Unless you're like you know you in the circle, mm-hmm. then I I will mm-hmm. edit anything. Mm-hmm. But because that takes time, and especially like the way I edit, like I'm about to slat, like yeah. you going deep yeah. <laughs> into it, and that takes a lot of work. Yeah, and that you have to have kind of a line because we're going back to like time is money, my talents yeah. are money, yep. and like unless we built that relationship, yeah, it really is unfair to just ask someone to do do work, do actual live work. I completely <laughs> agree with that. So flipping it to the other side, how do we give insights and, mm-hmm. you know, be valuable to the people that we do agree to allow to pick our brain without resenting them for it? Honestly, because I think sometimes I know personally from my experience, sometimes I have taken on some of those requests and it's just like, oh, like I'm dreading this meeting. Yeah. Like I don't even want to do it. So I shouldn't have t- took it on in the first place. Right. So, you know, how do we do it, provide value to that person without resenting them? I think it's, first of all, not feeling like pressure, like you have to. It's kind of the flip side of presenting a flexible request Mm -hmm. is being able to be flexible in your answer. So if Mm. someone asks you to like go out for coffee or whatever, don't feel like it's a yes or a no, like black and white. Like you like I could email you back and say, hey, you know, email me a few points and I'll give you some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And like one thing, like I like to give homework. Mm. Like you think you're going to give me work, but I'm about to give you some work. Let me tell you something. That vets them out. Yeah. You give people homework and see how many people actually do it and get back to you. That's real. (laughs) And then they'll think again before they ask you like, oh, (laughs) tell me to go do something. We are the guardians of our own time. Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad that somebody asked you for coffee. If you don't want to go to coffee and you can't, just can't make it work, then you get back to them and say either, hey, I can't make it. I'm good to tell somebody we'll meet a month or two from now. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be rude, but it's just like mentally. That's, you know what? That is actually Like true. I'm good to be like, let's reconnect next month because right now I either have too many things on the calendar. And or then you can't even give them your full Exactly. Self. I can't give you my attention. Like, sure, there's free time, but I can't give you my attention. So, you know, take what you need. If it's next month, if it's a call versus a coffee, you be the custodian mm-hmm. of that. 
And I like this. I was um, reading <coughs> this article. Um, it was on this website called The Right Life. Mm-hmm. I'm Kareem Vimbar is the author. I'm going to shout you out because I really like this. Mm. It Just for protecting your time to test the serious of a request, the writer says that he sets aside Fridays at 8 a.m. for all these types of requests. And whenever he gets them, he, he says, I'm available at Friday at 8 a.m. Oh, wow. So And that's the only that's time it. I'm available. So if he's serious. So if you're serious, <laughs> we'll you'll connect. get up yes. <laughs> and call me at 8 a.m. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Some other ideas where it's like meet people in groups. I don't know how I feel about that, though. I think it depends on your field. That could be a really sound way because I know some people are really, they get inundated with the same type of request over and Mm. over again. And so also like in being more efficient in how you deliver the info, maybe it's thinking about like, do you make a blog or a post? I had a friend recently who who went to Cuba. Mm -hmm. She said she was bombarded with Cuba requests. I was like, girl, why don't you just make, like, have this call one time, record it, and just tell people, like, if you have questions about Cuba, go listen <laughs> yes. to the one Make call. a resource. You know what I mean? Like, I it's a that. little bit more work for you, but if you know that you're going to keep getting hit with the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again, one, maybe it's a sign that that's something you could be monetizing. Shut, I was just thinking about <laughs> it. I was like, now so you got to your expertise. Yes. Yes. And resources to point. So I like that. Well, there's this interesting service that I found out about. It's Mm clarify.fm. I want to get your thoughts on this. So this is a website where you can look for an expert on any topic, browse the site, and when you find the right person, you can request a call from them. Oh, nice. The flip side is that is if you're the expert, they allow you to be compensated for your time because to your point about there being levels, so Mm. they quantify like, okay, 30 minutes of my time Mm. will cost this much money. So it's like clarify. Clarity will track how long the call was, and then the person paid. Mm. So it can range from, like, you know, $12 or something like that. But thoughts on, like, straight up asking for the dollar bills for the call? Huh. I mean, listen, certain fields of work are built on billable hours, law, legal. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, so I think, I mean, one strategy a lot of people use is you'll get the consultation for free. And in the consultation, sure, I'll set up 15 minutes with you and I'll tell you what areas I think you, I could help you work on and what areas you need work on or a little bit of, of advice. I'll dangle the carrot. But if you want more and you want me to start to actually help you to do it, mm. then you got to pay. So really, if we were being smart about this, instead of griping on the internet about being <laughs> my brain, that's okay. no shade to anyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Turn that into a funnel and Listen. say, okay, that's make some money. Yeah. I like it. All right. So wrapping it up, I think you and I are obviously of generally similar schools of thought. We ain't got no problem with the question in Come general. Correct. Come, correct, Come correct. Come correct. Frame it the right way. I will say this, though, in response to Amanda Seals' post in particular, is be careful of the energy you project around not wanting mm-hmm. to help people. I mean, I know that's that wasn't her intention, but when I read it, it really read, it kind of made me sad because in my professional experience, the most rewarding relationships are the ones where you're paying it forward, helping other people, bringing them up with you. So just make sure you're not getting stuck in a mentality of 
y'all don't ask me no questions, do it yourself. Right. Because that's not going to take you anywhere in your right. career. So that I will say. Have community mindset. Mm-hmm. But don't let nobody play you either. Okay. It is now time for Ask Doll Blogs. This is our favorite segment of the show where we get to address your listener questions. You can hit us up anytime at jobblogs.com slash askjobblogs. Or you can call us and leave a voicemail at 929-324-1090. We got one question in the inbox today. And this question is from VV. She says, I want to start off by thanking you for the positive impact your candid conversations and relatable personalities have had on my life. Oh, thank you. Each time I tune in and I'm reminded of the Jim Ron quote that says, you are the average of your five closest friends. Listening to your podcast has broadened my horizons and allowed me to learn from so many interesting, inspirational people, including yourself. So thank, thank you. you. Um, this week on my blog, I wrote about the massive impact that listening to the misery mindset had on my life. I've definitely been stuck in a misery mindset in the past, and I've lately been wondering how to repair the damage it may have done to my brand. Mm. What advice do you have for someone looking to reframe their past mistakes and move forward in a productive manner? That's a good one. It's deep. Yeah. Well, I feel like to me, that's the key word right there. You said may, hmm. which to me means that you are wondering if your past mistake might have done damage. I would just say move on. Like, if it's a may to you, if there's not some, like, tangible evidence, like yeah. an old boss that's calling you, telling you, you know what, girl, I don't want to give you another chance because you really mess things up around here. Yeah. Move past it. Mm-hmm. Just leave it alone. I think sometimes we live too much in the past. Yeah. Learn from whatever those mistakes may have been or, or actions you did in that misery mindset. Try to learn from it yeah. and grow from it. Yeah. And I think it may be helpful if, like, if there's some things that are really bothering you maybe take an audit of the things that you still like if you have a real problem with and you have real regret around maybe Mm. there's relationships Mm. maybe there's actions that you took Mm. that were regrettable and then once make you a list yeah and once you have that list like you know put it into buckets like this is a lost cause I just gotta like not do that ever again or this is how I can this was the behavior that I had this is how I want to behave differently yeah if there's relationships like is this repairable is this something I can do or yeah you know a lost cause and just kind of like fix the things you can fix yes and then like and then let it go yeah you have to and then as you work to channel more positive energy in your life um, I think one good way to think about that is just, you know, you kind of attract the energy that you are. So if you're putting out there confidence and positivity, affirmations, if you're encouraging your network, you can expect to start to see that sort of energy mm-hmm. come back at you as yeah. well. So think about practical ways that you can do that in your relationships, um, in your work. And, and I think you'll definitely start to see the benefits of that. Yeah, I think that's one thing I'm learning at this point and living is just that action. Like thinking about it, wanting isn't enough. Once you take those steps, that's when everything starts changing. Yes, for sure. All right, so thanks for joining us for another conversation. Hopefully you got some tidbits that'll help you handle that next ask with, you know, a spirit of community. Listen, go forth confidently. Yes. 
don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid to reach outside of your network to get the help that you need. You just got to do it the right way. way. As always, you can find us all around the web at joblogs or joblogs.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. If you're looking for me, I'm Cleve Out Loud. I'm Hamas Parker. And we'll check in on the 15th. See ya. See ya. Flimsy stands slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable, North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo. Built to last. Designed to impress.